AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Amy and TJ both here, and I'm excited about today's podcast. How about you, TJ? Uh, I'll get back to you here shortly <laughs> about it. Don't know how this is going to go. TBD. And the reason why he said that is because we actually talked about this topic together and both agreed upon it before we sat down. It started, and correct me if I'm wrong here, TJ, when we were on text with each other and we were exploring our feelings and you suggested, because yes, we know each other. Yes, we'd known each other for a long time. But it doesn't mean we knew everything about each other. And you said to me one night, ask me anything. <laughs> and I'll answer it. I'll be honest. And nothing's off the table. And it's funny, even as somebody who interviewed people for a living, I was intimidated. I didn't know what to ask, what not to ask. And so I just kind of went for it. And you were extremely honest. And it was a nice way to further our relationship, to deepen our relationship. Would you agree? Uh, I didn't realize it at the time because I thought you'd take advantage of something like that because I meant it every time I said it and I uh, had to egg you on and push you to ask me a question. Um, but yeah, you're of all people, it's nobody, nothing I'm hiding from you, so I don't need to hold my tongue or be careful. So it's a relief to be asked anything by you. We're going to take turns and I will put myself in the hot seat. But this episode, I actually realized as I sat down, I got a ton of questions I don't know the answer to. And... We agreed that we wouldn't obviously let each other know what the other is going to ask. So I don't even know where you're going to go with your questions or what themes you're going to have or any of that. And the same goes for you. And you ready to get started? Yeah. All right. Let's jump in. Let's dive in head first. How would you describe your life to someone who didn't know you? Um, a life worth living that has the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Um, 
but not one I would ever take back. It was full of opportunity and love and family. And I took those lessons with me and led to great success. But then some of my greatest failures, those are the lessons I had to learn on my own and not things I got from the family and love coming up. So I have lived a, a wonderful life that I wish everybody had all the highs. And actually, I, I wish some of the lows because I, I, they were some of the biggest lessons. What do you need that you don't currently have? Uh, probably a scheduled colonoscopy. Uh, <laughs> my sister got on to me this two days ago, sent a text, said, asked if I had one. I said no, and she said, well, you're getting older, you need to get one. So that's the only thing I can think of. I like what Tish asked you to do. Mm -hmm. That's good advice. <laughs> what from your childhood would you say shaped you the most? Uh, the most is a tough one. Um, maybe my experience, my time in Turrell, Arkansas, a country little town about 20 miles outside of where I grew up. That's where my granddad was. And um, I was very close to him and coming up, and I spent so much time in that back and forth and that family element um, in Turrell, Arkansas, that I think so much of what I saw and experienced there um, shaped. I mean, I think about uncles and aunts and cousins and things that I do that I got from them that I don't even realize. So I would say uh, just having my granddad, that guy in such close proximity to me, a guy who only had a third grade education but got seven kids through college and who was a great entrepreneur and a businessman and did well for himself. And he was just that experience is huge for me in my childhood. You have a quote from him on your arm one of your tattoos that's a long story uh <laughs> the tattoo uh only says make them all happy um and that's a reminder i lost my granddad in uh, 2016 but he was um maybe the closest person to that point that i had lost um but a childhood memory of mine sitting at a window i was probably six seven years old and just sitting at his feet around the holidays and he's just you know he's, he's holding court and just talking trash like he always does and he said to me um, why would you ever get married and try to make one woman happy when you can stay single and make them all happy? Now, that's my granddad. And How my, old were you? I was six or seven. Oh, time. my gosh. He was just messing around, being silly and joking. But it was, to this day, I, I, a memory from birth to 18 years old, I don't have more vividly than that one. And it was just a very special and cool and funny moment with my granddad. And I got the tattoo... Um, after I lost him into honor him. <laughs> Aww. What, is, what, uh, what is your first memory? Uh, falling down the steps in kindergarten at a circus field trip and a big dude in cowboy boots having to stand at the railing as I was going down the step to keep me from falling over down maybe a few stories to the level below. That is my first childhood memory. Falling. Uh, yeah, falling down some steps <laughs> and being saved by a white guy in cowboy boots. <laughs> no wonder I'm messed up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, it's funny because they say your first memory is usually a traumatic one. And that's why you remember it's it. It's the first one I remember. Wow. Okay. Were you born with swagger? Yes. Yeah, that, get my mom in there and ask her that. <laughs> <laughs> my guess is yes. 
I was born, my due date was August 16th, 1977. That will sound familiar to some folks because that ends up being the day that Elvis Presley died. August 16th, 1977. So I always know the anniversary of his death. It was 40, it'll be 47 years this year because I'll be 47. But I ended up being born on August 19th. So I always joke. I just wanted Elvis to have his moment. I didn't want to come into the world and <laughs> try to take his take some of the spotlight away. So I guess I had swagger from birth, if you want to yeah. put that story together. Maybe, maybe you're Elvis reincarnated. Whoa. Ever think about that? <laughs> I have he not. Went up, he not went once. upstairs to meet the big guy and then came back down. <laughs> you never know. I think it's possible. What is something that you would like to change about yourself? Uh, my sleeping habits. Um, that's just a health habit. I would like to change. I'm getting better about it, but I, I have a hard, uh, I have a difficult time forgiving and giving people a second chance who aren't already in my circle, my world. Like, I meet new people or whatever, somebody I'm not that close to, I don't, they they screw me once and I don't necessarily let that person back in. Um, but I, I'm, I want to do better about being more forgiving. Okay. That's what I'm saying. What is something you'd like to change about me? Don't want to change anything about you, baby. You're perfect. <laughs> I think you said that a little too quickly. That is my answer. <laughs> I won't follow up. What do you miss most about your life before the tabloids released those pictures of us? Anonymity. Um, there was a an ease, I should say. I, I think a complacency, which you can argue that that's all that we all want. We all say we want adventure, we want something new, we want. But truly, we just we we'd like to be comfortable and not stress the hell out all the time. But I think there was a, an ease and a comfort, just generally speaking, to life and the direction it was going. That that I think I let sometimes creep back into my head, but I, I would never go back to that. Well, I was just going to ask the next question: Would you go back to your old job if you could? Mm. That is all. There's a lot of ifs in there. And does that include working with you? Does that include um, working with some of the same folks that are still there? That would involve that would involve a lot. Um, but generally speaking, I can't I can't see a path to doing that. Okay. Now, I shouldn't say a path. Obviously, nobody's over there is thinking about <laughs> us coming back. But I, I don't like I couldn't set up a scenario that actually makes sense. Okay. Uh, what is the biggest misconception people have about you? Uh, that I'm outgoing. That I am uh, the life of the party and an extrovert. Okay. <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, what is the hardest decision you've ever had to make? The, um, don't know. Uh, there have been a lot of difficult decisions that shaped life and would have changed the course of my life altogether. I had to make a decision to where I was even going to go to college. I had to make a decision to take that job or not that job. I had to take make a decision to get married. I had to make a decision to get divorced. Made those decisions twice, actually. <laughs> right? those, all those things came. I think one of the biggest turning points in my life that I always wonder about is... Um, I had an opportunity to go back to Little Rock, to my home state, at least Arkansas, and be a main anchor at a station there. And at the same time, I had an offer to go to CNN to be an anchor. And I actually, that was a 50-50 shot. And a lot of people thought I was crazy. One of my best friends at the time uh, ended up having to talk me out of Arkansas saying, look, they'll always be there. CNN doesn't always come calling. 
is what he told me. But I was at that point in my life to where I was 25, 20, no, 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 20, I was, I was 28, I was 28 at the time, 28 years old, willing to go back to Little Rock and be the big fish in a small pond and live out a quieter existence. I was willing to do that and I almost did it. So that was a very hard decision that I think back to and wow, that really, really changed, would have changed the direction of my life in a lot of ways. Yeah, it certainly would have. What would you say is your biggest turnoff? I'm talking about when you are dating someone. Smoking. I can't deal with. Oh, I did know the answer to that. Yeah, this <laughs> non-starter. I was trying to ask questions I didn't know the answer to, but I actually knew the answer to that. Yeah. Just forgot. All right. What's your biggest turn on? Um, if, if a woman can't put on... <laughs> that sounds weird to be sitting here with my girlfriend talking about <laughs> uh, if this woman if I'm dating I asked the question it's fair uh, if she can't put on jeans and a white t-shirt and belly up to the bar have a draft beer and watch a football game on a Saturday we're not gonna work out but if she does it's a good start <laughs> <laughs> alright that's a point in my corner what do you look for in a partner like what are the qualities that matter to you the most you have to there has to be a at this point um, we also we want to be happy and seeking happiness but I, I find it to be peace and anybody that disrupts my peace is a problem for me these days so what I look for I look for somebody who is self-aware self-confident um, certainly not clingy I guess independent is one way to say that and um but you that you just can't disrupt my peace. I need someone who is who is comfortable with who she is because I don't need to have to deal with you and your issues. Somebody you have to I learned that later on in life with so many relationships, partners I've had. It, the problem is I'm not healthy enough to help anybody else. So I need somebody who is in her own good place um, so it doesn't disrupt the work I've done and the, the piece I have finally been able to get. This sounds like an interview question, but I'm actually curious what the answer is. What would you tell 22-year-old TJ just getting out of college? Have a good time, homie. Have a good time. <laughs> I absolutely would. Go get them. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Um, all I can say is, you know, look out, be careful, do the best you can. Try not to hurt yourself or hurt anybody else. But other than that, I can't, I would not be sitting here with you, um, the love of my life, if that 22-year-old TJ took my advice <laughs> and did anything different. Yeah. You got to go on that path and go on that journey and you don't know where you're going to end up. So I won't ask the questions, do you have any regrets? Because the answer would be no. The only one is uh, I kind of regret that I didn't continue playing football out of junior high school. Mm. It sounds crazy, but um, <laughs> I was um, I stuck with basketball. I was already always a pretty good basketball player, and I had some smaller college opportunities um, out of high school. But as good as I was in basketball, I was a better football player, and if I actually broke my ankle and. Well, I said to hell with this <laughs> after I broke my ankle. But if I had to continued with football, I kind of wonder. I wouldn't call it a regret, but that's yeah. the one thing. Do you think we would have been friends in high school? Mm -hmm. Um, 
Well, I should qualify that by saying, where were we attending high school? <laughs> uh, some neighborhoods, some blocks, some cities. Maybe we would have never been rolling with the same crowd. But generally, to I think what your question is, um, yes, we would have cut up and clowned and gotten in a lot of trouble. And, but yeah, personality wise and you and I, yeah, we would have been fine. I think we would have been the kids who were separated in class for talking too much. You always say that. Yeah. But... I thought you were going to take the opportunity to point out that you were in middle school when I was in high school. but uh, No, you said, would we have been good in high school together? Um, I, I just thought you might take the opportunity. No, That's no, all. no. It's fine. It was college. You were in college when I was in junior high school. <laughs> no, we did some numbers. Yeah, because junior high school to you was ninth grade. and that, Seven that through nine. A, yeah, see, that was different for me. Middle school was six to eight. So in my world, I was. you were in high school when I was in college. When you were a freshman in college. <laughs> Was what year? 1991. You know what I was doing? (laughs) (laughs) I was in junior high, West Junior High in West Memphis, Arkansas. Yes. Home of the Blue Imps. That's where I was when you were a freshman in college. So, wow, I guess I did did have swagger, right, Andy? All right. I would tease some of the questions I'm going to ask you, but I don't want you to prep for them. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. No problem. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome back, everyone. TJ remaining on the hot seat, and I'm going to just dig right in. So what do you worry about most, TJ? Uh, Sabine being okay. Um, My health and business and um, uh, professional success. What is something you could say right now that would surprise me? say that surprises you um you would be surprised to know that as soon as we get done with 
our work today in this podcast that I need to take up an issue with you from an email that I sent you earlier. Great. That just is just <laughs> sounds so much fun. Like maybe I'm going to extend this even further. My response is you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that. All right. Um who would you like to interview most on this podcast? Diane Warren, Jimmy Allen, um Matt and Rachel uh, I'll leave it at that. You said who is one, but those are three that popped into, or three or four that popped into my mind immediately. All right. And I say Matt and Rachel, maybe some do know, but Matt, Matt James, we will have him on with uh, Rachel. I'm actually looking forward to it, um, to having that conversation with him. Yeah. They're good people, and I think we've had some shared experiences. What is your most embarrassing moment? Most have been a lot of embarrassing moments. I'll uh, pick one. But, all right, I'll pick the one in which I was new to KNTV out in the Bay Area, the NBC station out there. I was fairly new. I was filling in for the main anchor on the late news, and uh, they did not update the prompter at the top of the show. His name was still in the prompter, and I introduced myself by calling myself his name. <laughs> I have heard that story before, yes. but it's always good to repeat. I didn't. I forgot you were going to go there, but yes, that's I didn't a good know one. I was. But that's the most embarrassing thing that's come to mind. Is there a video of that anywhere? Uh, I'm, I'm sh- I don't know. It was tapes and whatnot yeah. back then, so it's probably long gone. But beta it's, beta tapes yeah. or something. So ah, man, that would have been fun to watch. All right. Um, I don't know the answer to this. Do you care what people think about you? Yes. We all do. We can't help it. If anybody says no, they don't, then, well, I think it's rare that people don't care what people think about them, but uh, I think everybody does. It's just a matter of how much are you willing to adjust who you are to try to be liked. And that's, um, I guess that's where it stops. I care up to that point. Yeah, I was going to ask, how much do you care? How much does it affect you? Well, not very much these days because I don't know what people think of me because I don't spend time reading anything, as you know. But I, I obviously I'm aware that folks out there will continue to say particular things about us, and there'll be a, a narrative that some a narrative that some won't ever get away from. Um, but care, yeah, and we, we have to care to a certain degree more in that we actually work in uh, public life to where what somebody thinks of you or somebody. Um, We've seen it. Uh, a hashtag costs people jobs and careers and opportunities. And people think some think that's okay and some deserve that and others say some don't. But the point just being it's um, what people think of us is not just a personal impact. It can be a professional one. What would you say is your worst habit? Uh, worst habit, worst habit, worst habit. I have a bad habit of blank. Um uh, worse. I mean, oh God. I mean, I'm trying to think of the habits. Um, have bad uh, sleeping habit. Not sleeping is not a habit. <laughs> um, well, it can be, and it kind of is for you. Um, but that's awful. It's it's the, uh, there's a countdown clock going for me every single day that's going to expire at about 4:30 a.m. So the closer I get to that time is how much sleep I'm going to lose. So if it's 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, midnight, some people can go to bed at midnight and then say, ah, I'll just sleep in until seven or eight. If 
I go to bed at midnight, I go to bed at one, doesn't matter. I am getting up at 4.30. So I'm, I have this kind of countdown in my head every single day. And you've seen this. I don't have to set my alarm. I just pop up. And so I don't know how to, that's a, that's a habit. That's a, that's a health habit I need to change, but that's an awful one. And that countdown clock does not help. Isn't that just anxiety producing? Well, it probably keeps me from falling asleep faster. I think a lot of people can re- at least relate to um, <laughs> staring at, like, it's midnight. and like, Oh, God, I have to get up at five. And then you're so stressed that you're <laughs> missing sleep <laughs> that you can't sleep. So uh, I don't necessarily have that type of anxiety about it. What is your biggest pet peeve about other people? Folks that stand on an escalator. <laughs> we'll get there twice as fast, folks, if you just walk. Okay. <laughs> Please. So, so I rode an escalator down with you one time, and you said to me, this isn't a ride. <laughs> it's not an amusement park ride. Come on, people. I was confused. and. You're like, what are you waiting on? Move. <laughs> it, yeah, just, that must have been early on because you know now. Now I know. Yes. Do not stand on the escalator when you're with TJ. What are you most afraid of? Um, I am a, I am afraid of, um, I guess all my fears have to do with Sabine, right? Have to do with family, have to do with health, have to do with those things but in day-to-day life i i don't um i've gotten away from that and i used to be like that question five years ago would have gotten would have spawned a much different answer but it, it seems weird to be at a place where i'm not um daily or generally fearful or worried or scared of something fear i don't know i mean i guess i'm supposed to i don't know i guess i'm not supposed to say i, I fear death not necessarily i mean i don't think about it like that i don't know i don't know what i fear you're fearless no i wouldn't say that i mean because i always think you right this courage is 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 understanding feeling acknowledging the fear and then doing it anyway i would like to think that i mean even this venture of what we're doing here that was a little fearful of trying something new but i don't necessarily think that's what you mean that sounds like a a smaller thing but i don't know what on a regular basis i fear that's one i actually don't know all right honest answer there other than smoking, what would be a relationship deal breaker for you? Other than? Well, because that's what you had said before was a turnoff. Oh, other than smoking. Um, I mean, try some. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a challenge? Give it your best shot. Um, other than a turnoff. A turn off and getting into a relationship and not, or versus getting out. Well, I'm not is, thinking at it. Looking yeah, at it. this is like being in a relationship with somebody yeah. and could somebody do something that is a relationship deal breaker for you? Asking for a friend. Um, I, I think there is a trust element having to do with, um, right? You told me it's not a deal breaker, but you told me something not long ago that you had never told me because you you revealed to someone that we were dating and you hadn't told me that you did that ahead of time even though I'd asked you before we talked about it plenty yeah. and you never told me that those types of like I feel like that was a a betrayal of a friendship even more so than a betrayal of the relationship and that um I don't want that stuff to to stack up yeah um so that would drive me crazy because then everything I'm thinking well 
I asked her not to tell her parents that, and she did it anyway. Well, I asked her to do this, and she did it. It's those little little things that would break down a trust, certainly, that I've formed with you over a decade now. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. What is the most meaningful compliment you've received? Uh, being a good daddy. That makes sense. And you are a very good daddy. What would you say is your biggest insecurity? I have bad feet. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was just to and buy me some time. you now have a very bad toe. Yeah, that was... We know. We saw. I only said that to buy some time. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to be doing the same thing. Come up with a real answer. Uh, what would you say? It was a what insecurity? What your biggest insecurity? Because uh, you don't seem like a very insecure person at all. In fact, I feel like you are one of the most secure people I've ever met. <sighs> and yet, I know you're human, so you have to have some sort of insecurity that pecks away at you a little bit here and there um i'm insecure about you know what this and this maybe have something to do with our our business right there for so long for too long i attached my worth my value my identity to the accolades or the adoration i was getting publicly so when that goes away uh in a way it did to where we got <laughs> more famous than ever <laughs> but not for what our jobs were um i think that it was definitely a an insecurity that then many folks in the public and in privately friends and family reassured you and let you know wow that is that is not what I am known for, that is not what people are complimenting me for, that is not what people are rooting for me for, that is not, um, that's not it. And we know that and we've, you know, I've talked to plenty about um, authors we read and, and lessons we learn, And but it's, um, I think, yeah, I think that's a, an insecurity I had and something I'd worked on in years prior to get away from that and to make sure I always remember who I am, which has nothing to do with what I ever did on air. You actually set this question up earlier with one of your answers, but I already had it written down. Mm. Why is it so hard for you to forgive? And I put me in parentheses, but just in general. Um, I don't know. I actually could probably go back somewhere if I had to unpack this with a, um, with a therapist. Um, but I have always been that way. Um, I don't know. I've always been that way. Just, just, and again, it, it's more so I can forgive people who are my, I forgive my sister, my mom, you, my close friends. We all, we all get into beefs, but when it's someone who's just, I don't know that well, if it's someone, I just have a difficult time being, um, disappointed, let down. Maybe those are some of my own expectations, but I, I just don't let a whole lot of people in. What is your love language? I can't ever keep up with what these damn things are. It's five of them, and then y'all say it's six. I don't know. Uh, if you had to pick between, I what? think, physical touch, words of affirmation. It's the gifts in there, right? Um, gifts is in there. Um, Probably words uh, of affirmation. Words we, of affirmation. I swear and then we've it was done this acts once. of service. I think I'm missing one. Pro um, oh, quality time. Quality time is the other one. Quality time is a big one for me. Okay. Yeah. So those two? Words of affirmation and quality time? The gifts is in there, right? <laughs> okay, so all of them. I'm trilingual when it comes to love languages. <laughs> I like that. All right. Um, when did you know you loved me? 
I think from birth there was something. <laughs> oh my God! There was kind of something on that August nineteenth in West Memphis all those years ago. <laughs> Just a hole in my heart from birth. Doctors couldn't figure it out. Oh my God! Uh, Honest oh my. answer, please. <laughs> I, look, I'm still not sure. Okay. I'm um I'm dealing with. <laughs> Yo, that was a joke. Everybody got cold and <laughs> well, quiet in the room. Jesus. You sold that very well. Wow. Even I kind of sucked my breath in Emma that Emma and Andy got Whoa. stone cold quiet. Oh, man. He's just snorting about it over there. Jesus. <laughs> that's a good laugh. Um, that's a good laugh. Um, loved you for a long time. Loved you. Been in love with you in this way when I knew that. Um and I'm, I'm thinking of it in my mind, like, when did I know I'm in trouble? When did I know, uh-oh, uh-oh, this needs to be addressed? Um, I can't pinpoint. Um, but I, 20, post-pandemic, mm-hmm. 20, 20, when was that? Damn, girl. <laughs> I mean, we started working together in 2020, like closely. We always worked together, but we actually shared an anchor desk. Does that? I'm looking. Fall of 2020. 20, it was early 2022. We didn't start talking about it until much, much later. But when I thought there was an issue was, um, for me, was uh, 2022, going into I don't know spring, certainly summer, but spring of 2022 okay. is when I would say. How do you motivate yourself when you're feeling down or uninspired or just low? What do you do? Um, I have learned now that I need to stop and rest and take a beat. Usually I would try to push through. I would pop another five-hour energy, stay up all night. But I've learned now that sometimes I'm less productive uh, by staying up for three hours and not getting anything done um, instead of just taking a one hour break and being much more productive so that's I've learned uh, that to motivate myself I don't need a whole lot of it I need I get down and I get low but when I do that I need rest mental rest physical rest but as far as motivation you you've seen this time and time again the, the the alarm doesn't have to go off I don't hit snooze if it does I hit off and jump out of the bed and I am off and running. I don't need to go get tea first and rub the crust out of my eyes and I, I'm ready to go. That's me every day. What is your best life advice for someone who is starting out in adulthood? Like what would you, what would be your best advice that you, with everything you've learned, everything we've been through, hmm. what would you say? Uh, I would tell folks don't let perfect get in the way of good, which is some great advice I got um, a while back. Um, um, at this point, I, you you have, well, given all we know, <laughs> I don't know what to advise anybody. Um, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> what we went through. Um, but no, it, you have to screw up early and often make as many of those don't ever don't be afraid when you're 18 19 20 21 uh, don't be afraid then because you can actually make a mistake you can recover from but screw up early don't get scared early and do it absolutely all and maybe maybe you have time in life to correct some of those mistakes you made (laughs) early on wow i wish i had gotten that advice 
about 20 years ago. Uh, okay, so lightning round when we come back. Stay with us. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Okay, here we are with a lightning round for TJ Holmes. Favorite movie of all time? Um, Ten Commandments. Oh, that's surprising. <laughs> yes, Charles and Heston, um, Yul Brenner, that movie. <laughs> Favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I did not know that. Yep. Very interesting. Okay, um, what's the last thing that made you cry? Um, probably you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say who is the last person to make you cry. Okay. Something you said okay. is the last thing that All made right. me cry. Fine. Duly noted. I'm not going to ask what it was because I probably just don't. I want to keep that to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, what song will get you on the dance floor? ASAP Rocky. Effing problems. Okay. Favorite country you visited? Morocco, maybe. Mm. Wait, there's a Brazil in there. <laughs> Give me one second. <sighs> maybe, oh, ooh, France. <laughs> there's so many good ones. Wait, um, I'm trying, just what trip I enjoyed the most. Let's go with France. Okay. And what what country do you still want to visit that you haven't yet that's on the top of your list? Top, uh, Egypt is way up there. Mm. We are in sync with that. All right. I don't know the answer to this. Favorite color? <laughs> Black. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> what the hell, man? I mean, you gotta have some silly ones in you there. You see me. The color I wear most is probably, I do wear black most, but as far as being on TV, I, blue. I would go with a blue. lot of blue. Okay. Favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Oh, I knew that. Dang. Yep. Celebrity crush? There are so many. <laughs> um, 
um um um, um oh god a lot uh, zazie beats um helen murin emily blunt angela bassett wow you can stop now <laughs> My God. Edgar Ramirez, Denzel Washington. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> uh, I should have qualified that question. Name your favorite or your biggest okay. celebrity crush. Sorry, there's right. a list. It's okay. Um, I liked it. Uh, last thing you searched on Google. Damn, I don't know. That's a good shot. Check. Yeah, check it. Um, okay, you want to <laughs> ask the next one while you're okay. working on this? Um, okay. Do you believe in astrology? Eh, it's fun to play around with, but not really. That's so Leo of you. Uh, Last book you read? Cover to cover? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm really curious what this one is. Um, cover to cover with... Ugh. <laughs> cover to cover... Eesh. You know what? what? Cover to cover. You know what it was? It was Will Smith's biography. Mm. Autobiography. Okay. Because I had an interview coming up with him and... Yeah, cover to cover. I think that was the last one because uh, I had read all the singer stuff, my Margot Singer. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd read all that beforehand. I think that was it. I listened to that book. No, no. it's still. I mean, that it is an amazing book. It, it's I, an amazing read yeah, or absolutely. listen. All right, uh, what's the last thing you googled? Art Malik. What? <laughs> <laughs> Please explain. He is. The actor who plays the villain in True Lies. <laughs> what? Why did you Google that? Um, I was trying to remember who he was. I had the movie on. You know, I always have something on in the background. True yes, Lies is one of my absolute favorites. Jamie Lee Curtis is one of our absolute favorites yes. of all time. And he is the bad guy, the terrorist in it. But he is a British actor. And I was trying to look up his background. That is the last thing that I Googled. That is very funny. Okay. Best gift you've ever received? Man, I got a lot of crappy gifts. <laughs> <laughs> or they're so good you can't pick. Um, uh, best I've ever received. That's t- I really do not know. Did you have a gift that you remember about that? Uh, because I, have you ever gone through Christmas and you're like, wait, someone asks you what your favorite gift is and you can't even remember one of them? Was there uh, a memorable gift? You know what I got? I got when I was. I don't know, five, six, seven. I got a a, um, a GI Joe set that had like 40, 50 pieces in it. I cannot remember being that excited about a gift since. That makes um, sense. But yeah, I've gotten a lot of nice gifts, but the greatest gift. I was trying to think, did anybody ever give me a car or a suit <laughs> or a house or pay my rent for the month or something? I've never gotten anything on that scale. Yeah. All right. But memorable. I like that. Um, what would your last meal be? I need um, a shrimp ceviche to start. <laughs> I need a Caesar salad, no croutons, dressing on the side with anchovies as well. I need a lobster ravioli to go along with my bone-in um, filet that's cooked mid-rare, and I need a bread pudding for dessert. Okay. That yes, none of those things surprise me. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, best way to die. As late as possible. <laughs> okay, fair. Favorite interview. I hate when people ask me this, but I'm asking it to you. Favorite interview of all time. All time probably a series of them I did with Alex Trebek. Oh yeah. Um 
favorite because I just learned so much from him and the time I got to spend with him, which was a lot. Um, but that, that will always stand out. There's been so many over the years, obviously. For But you enjoy them for different reasons. You mm-hmm. enjoy some of them because they made big headlines and were good for your career. Others because you got to meet great people. And there's the whole range of emotions with Alex Trebek, but he was uh, somebody I valued spending time with and will always be a blessing to have been around him as much as I was. Yeah, that was very cool that time you got with him. We all learned a lot from you about him. Uh, dream car. Um, that I've I've owned them. I think already. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not. I'm a big car guy, but I'm not a big exotic car guy. So I, yeah, I had for a few years a, um, a red cor. Yeah, a bright red Corvette. And Did that you was miss a, the car. I miss that car a lot. Um, <laughs> it was stick shift, right? It was a six oh, speed. So Oh, I can see it now. I can see me in it now. Uh, <laughs> but my dream car, I am a very basic dude. I want a just a fully loaded white Chevy Tahoe, and I'll be happy the rest of my life. Okay. Uh, best stress reliever? Um, running. That is very, very true. I love that. Um, this is out of the lightning round, because I just maybe want to end on something, you know, insightful. <laughs> Something to leave the listener with. What would you say is your biggest takeaway takeaway from the aftermath of this past year? Biggest is the biggest. There are so many. I have um, the takeaway has to be that this too shall pass. People have told me that my entire life. Or when something comes up. And so many did tell me that this time. Some You can tell sometimes people say it in passing and some people say it uh, still being sincere, but others say it from experience. And it really does. It never feels like it when you're it's happening to you and you're in the moment. But it is absolutely true that with time, things pass, heals, uh, wounds do heal, and there is going to be a way forward. So I have I have learned that more than anything like it's actually true and here is the question that so many of us ask at the end of interviews is there anything i didn't ask you that you'd like to say nope (laughs) (laughs) and i love when the interviewee would say that nope good to go all right my plane's taking all here an hour and a half anyway (laughs) you covered it all great good to hear um how did that feel uh, how do you feel? Uh, it was fine. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, take issue with the interviewer. You're the professional here. I like asking the questions. Mm-hmm. Which one do you prefer most? Asking or answering? Yes. Uh, asking. Yeah, same. Uh, it's easier for me, though, to answer them because, like I said, you can ask me anything. There wasn't too much in here that was so um, so out of the box or controversial or threw me off to where I didn't feel like I could just open my mouth and speak. I don't... You know, there are times in our entire careers, we when on live television, you always, to some degree, have to be mindful of what comes out of your mouth. You can't be completely honest. You can't, got to couch it a little bit. And this is just uh, an environment here where I don't feel like I have to do that. And this episode is not one where I felt that either. Well, that's good. That makes, that, that feels good. Is there, I'm curious, is there a question you thought I was going to ask that I didn't? Oh, no. Okay. I don't think so. All right. More to come. I love it. 
Well, thank you, TJ, for being our guest on the Amy and TJ podcast. Thank you so much. I like what you guys are doing here. (laughs) I hope you come back next week or in a couple days. It'd be be nice to have you around in the studio. I'm in town. (laughs) I know where to find you. All right, everybody. You can find us on Instagram at Amy and TJ podcast. We're both on... um, Gosh, we both joined TikTok. Uh, We have our private Instagram accounts. There are numerous ways you all can reach out, but we hope you will. And we hope you have a fantastic day. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety? struggling to find restful sleep or plagued by a restless inability to focus it's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living welcome to Amen university founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert dr daniel Amen. dr Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions from debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry our courses are meticulously crafted to target at these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.